1: Welcome to Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time Podcast. As always, I'm your co host, Arthur Stone, and with me as always is your co host, Andy Hart. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We don't talk like that. We're not scary. We're friendly. We're friendly, but today's topic, Andy, ooh, it's spooky, and ooh, it's scary. <laughs> I am terrified. <laughs> Andy, today, we're talking about werewolves. <laughs> we're talking about werewolves today. Uh, there's a full moon in the bunker. So f- I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there's a full moon in the bunker. We're looking at two big fucking and big butts. We're cracking a couple of silver bullets. That's right, Coors Light. <laughs> That's right. Slurping them up. <laughs> Slurping up. We slurp beer up. People keep talking about chugging beer down. We slurp it up. Look, get with the times, folks. <laughs> we have a day of beer in the bunker. <laughs> we call it a beer day. <laughs> call it a beer day. It goes up our rectums. And it goes up our rectums, and we get drunk really fast. <laughs> um, we're talking about werewolves. We're talking about the legend of werewolves. Folklore of werewolves. Are werewolves real? Mm. Uh, clinical lycanthropy. Werewolves? Uh, where are werewolves? Werewolves. Oh. And, Andy, if the listeners want to jump into all that spooky little action, they want to go right to London with all the other werewolves. What should they do? Listeners, hey, if you don't want to hear Art and I talk to each other, but you just want to hear about werewolves, you can check the show notes on whatever podcast listening app you make use of. You'll find there right at the tippy top of the show notes a timestamp. It tells you where to go in the episode so you don't have to hear this gimmick that's about to follow. That's right. Uh, Andy and I every week are captured by the titular Mr. Bunker. And he does it in the wackiest, weirdest, and craziest ways. He captures our bodies. He captures our hearts and minds. Now, Andy, last week, uh, last week we had some difficulties. I think we had some internal intra intra uh, bunker conflict. Mm-hmm. Bunker captured me and roasted me alive. He tried to cook your living body and That's eat right. your flesh. And he... Also, he stabbed you through the guts. That's right. With a skewer. He skewered me like a pork roast and yeah. roasted me live. And uh, he took you on a little boat trip. Yeah, him and I had a nice afternoon with each other. So, you know... Nice morning. We tried to have a little bit of a conversation with him. He's not the most personable, but we tried to talk it out, try to work it mm-hmm. out and see what's up. And, well, I think today we'll see the fruit of that effort, won't we? I... I think that it was uh, a, a a productive conversation. Okay. I think it was useful. Andy, how did you get captured this week? Art. Yeah. You know this about me. Listeners, mm. you might not know this. Right, I right. I am a licensed motorist. Mm. Uh, I enjoy piloting my automobile car. And <laughs> frankly, Your I like to have a vehicle that is driving uh, in my car beep beep both reliable and uh sexy and so mm, like you uh, just like me <laughs> so uh you know I've got an older car uh it's a 2007 model year um and right now it's it's having a little trouble there's uh there's a rattling it's a rattle. Uh, one of the parts in the car. You know, it feels like the right time to shift gears. <laughs> okay. And you're having fun. <laughs> and, uh, get a new, uh, automo car to, uh, operate. So today, this morning, I headed out to the auto dealer Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to look at a few things and you know, Art, I am not a believer in buying a new car because as soon as you drive it away from the lot, it loses a whole bunch of value. I think it's a lot smarter to buy a used car. Okay. So I've never owned a car. So, I so, know. <laughs> well, let me explain it to you, dear boy. So, <laughs> uh, I went sh- car shopping at the, uh, used car dealership and, You know, when you go shopping for a used car, what do you kind of, you kind of pick a brand. You want to see the Car Fox. You want to see that sexy little puppet show up while you're talking to the people at the dealership. (laughs) If I don't see the Car Fox, I'm not buying. (laughs) I'm not buying. You better show me the Car Fox. (laughs) And uh, I went to uh, a Honda dealership, um, a car company that I know you love because you love all things uh, from Japan. No, I prefer Toyota. Uh, Excuse me? Yeah. I had a Camry growing up. That was the family car. It was a Camry. Great car. Still runs. Uh, Things like fucking 40 years old. Well, I had a Corolla that needed to have a new engine put in it, okay? So, uh, uh, I'm from the land of Honda. From the land down under, yep. You're from 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 Ohio, where the the Honda Honda, plant is. Honda of America Manufacturing World Headquarters. Country headquarters, I guess. That's Uh, right. Anyway. Um, I went to the Honda dealership and, um, you know, I have a family. So what am I thinking? I'm thinking probably going to get an SUV. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I don't mind, uh, driving a sedan, but I think my wife wants an SUV. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, I'm like dealer man, show me some SUVs. So we went through the whole thing, you know? We drove a pilot. Test drove a CRV. I even test drove a ridgeline. I'm not gonna buy a ridge not gonna buy a ridgeline. Blah. ridgeline. Blah. Uh the new the crossover, the cross tour or whatever it is. Fine. Last thing on the list. I'm I'm not I'm not planning on buying today. Look, I'm just doing the research, right? You told the guy straight up. I told him straight up. I said, "Don't you I'm not you, buying motherfucker." I said, "You try this, you try this this hard sell shit on me, I'll walk out that door." Yeah. "No you get hard on me and try and fucking sell some shit, I'll beat your ass." <laughs> I, I will fucking I will take the car fox and I you, will beat you with the car fox. If you fox. get hard on me, I'll bend you over my knee and bare bottom spank you until you're not hard anymore." Yeah. And so I I'm test driving all these things. One 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 last thing you should try. It's a Honda Element. Now, oh, okay. Do you remember the Honda Element? It looks like a Pop-Tart box. Right. It's the big boxy thing, completely designed uh in East Liberty, Ohio. And uh it um Only in Ohio could they make such a beautiful, beautifully designed we car. I love aesthetics. And this You got a box right there. What more do you need? You know, to me. I'm not sure if I'm the right target for the element because it was mainly designed for outdoorsy types. It was? Yeah, because the insides were all like hard plastic, um, like floors and stuff. So it was like easy to clean uh, and uh, it had all that space for like gear and stuff. Okay. Um, But I figure what the heck. I mean, I'll give it a shot. Uh, So I'm test driving this thing and... um, you know, I'm driving down. I'm driving down the highway. Driving looking, down the highway. I'm looking for adventure. 64. When Andy blew a big one, he blew me out the door. The motor couldn't take it, so the engine fell apart. All because of Andy's supersonic fart. Hey, I was driving down Highway 40 in my big old pickup truck. Brack show. <gasps> Those are all my driving down the highway songs that I know. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Anyway. So anyway, we're cruising down the highway. I-69. And... uh, (laughs) Yeah, baby. uh, Yeah, baby. (laughs) Uh, We're... uh, Do I make you Andy, baby? Um, All of a sudden, (laughs) all the lights come on on the dash. Oh, no. And I'm like... Uh, okay, dealer guy, all these lights are coming on on the dash. and Oh, no. The gauges are like oscillating wildly, all of oh, them. Oh, good God. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and pull this thing over. So, you know, I I start to hit the brake. Oh, I Jesus release the Christ. accelerator, and I put the, you know, I click the button for the emergency flash. It's hard to tell. I think that they're on because all the lights are flashing. Um, and Oh, no. So I start to pull over to the side of the highway, and, and, but the brake, the brake doesn't work. And then it's like, I noticed that it's like the power steering goes out. Oh, the no. thing is so hard to steer. So you're literally just, I mean, you're in like a literal box of death. I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm, what I think is happening is I'm careening uh, to my certain You death. are a literal pop tart. Yeah, I am. You are a crusty white outside with a gushy, mushy raspberry filling and you are literally in a box a pop tart box lying on the highway my attitude screams wild berry <laughs> and and you want some schmore. <laughs> s'more s'more sh- oh, no. <laughs> my favorite flavor of pop tart Shmores. <laughs> all right anyway <laughs> it's cream cheese and chocolate and marshmallow <laughs> <laughs> schmores <laughs> hey Einstein Bagels get at me, yep, yeah, get I'm your come, marketing come at us new new flavors schmear, schmear schmores, <laughs> schmores schmear, it actually wouldn't be that bad, right? It would probably be pretty good if you had strawberries not bad, mm, what about like Schmore, schmear, just cream cheese and chocolate, schmores, and then they like it's a like oh, you need some marshmallow toasted bagel, mm, that's good or a, like a graham cracker bagel. You could get in um Marshmallow Fluff the company that makes Marshmallow Fluff. Yeah. And do a tie-in with that. Yeah. Einstein right, Bagels get at us. Mm, we got great ideas. Hit idea. us up. So you're flying down this car. So I'm flying down the highway looking for adventure and this thing is going wild and I'm panicked and the dealer he's not saying a word. He's just sitting there watching this all unfold. And then it happens. Oh no. The lights go off, uh, everything becomes like serene inside the car, and like the car starts talking. Oh okay, that's not supposed to happen. And it's like it's like one of those um computer voices from from like a navigation system. Right. So it's like destination in whatever it said, you know? Yeah. And I realized that the car is like driving itself now. Okay, so maybe this is a feature. Yeah, I'm like is this supposed to happen? The 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 dealer is silent and I notice now that he's got these uh these cold dead eyes. Oh my uh, god. That are just completely white. And I probably never noticed it before because I have no empathy, but uh he's clearly not of this earth. Okay. Uh well, maybe he's of this earth, but he's not a living human being. <laughs> okay. And uh the car drives all the way to the bunker, and I get out, and the whole thing, the dealer, the car, everything is Mr. Bunker. This was the suit he was wearing. Oh my god, the whole car was him? The whole car was him. He like constructed this this thing and he was being the dealer the whole time. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And it brought you here? And the dealer was a corpse. <laughs> it wasn't a latex dummy. Oh, so we got like a corpse puppet? It was a corpse puppet. Wow, that's fucking gross. Yeah. Jeez. He went all out. But hey, you know what? Count your blessings, Art, because this is uh two weeks in a row where I've just had to enjoy a nice ride to the bunker. Jeez. I mean, it was a little scary. Sure. But once the initial panic went away, I mean it just Yeah. It's not out of the ordinary. It was to be, just like a regular Honda element. Yeah. I mean, riding with you can be scary at sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so I wasn't doing any of the driving. <laughs> Andy has a smooch of road rage. Mm. But uh I have a lot of rage <laughs> deep down inside me. Well, that's why you're still in that cage. <laughs> despite of it. Despite all that rage. You're just like a rat. Yeah. Uh Wow. I mean, Andy, you know, I guess I'm happy for you. Thank you. Uh still a little gross. I mean, I got a lot of car shopping to do because this wasn't even a real dealer guy. I know. You spent so much fucking time, yeah. you probably thought, you know, here I am. I'm gonna purchase a car. I but... thought I was making decisions. I mean, I don't even know if I was driving the actual automobiles. Right. Now. Right. Um, who knows if they were bunker inventions or if they were actual automobiles. Yeah. We can't, we can never be certain. We can never know. Um, Andy, in a similar sense, I was out buying a new as well. Not something as useful as a car, but... Wow. Wow. Uh, Oh. oh, Uh, Andy, you... Listeners don't know this, but you know this because you know me, is that I used to play guitar. I used to play it quite a bit. From the ages of 12 to 20-something. Oh, I know. I used to (laughs) play... So you were out buying that... You're going to say that you were out buying that uh, life-size... A a life size uh, Lego statue of yourself. (laughs) What? You were out buying a life size Lego statue of yourself. (laughs) No, Andy, I was not. No, Andy, no, no, no. I was out buying a new guitar. Oh, a guitar. I decided, you know what? It's been a little while. I need to get back into it because music's Mm -hmm. fun. Music's awesome. Making music is great. Making music, making love. um, Same thing to me. Same thing. I fucked a piano. Yeah, now it's now it's in tune. <laughs> Fucked it into tune. <laughs> I hit that G key, G spot. Yep. Nikia G. <laughs> uh, anyway. I didn't have sex with any instruments yet. Uh, so I decided to go down to I played a rusty trombo. I played a rusty trombo. Uh to the uh to a local to a new cause, you know, I don't I don't want to disparage guitar center. But you know you should try and support your local music shop and sure. usually they can they can order something better or something you're more looking for where, mm-hmm. whereas Guitar mm-hmm. Center is more like you know they've just got so much stuff you know and I want to support a nice local music shop so I go down to this music store Why that just opened local? Yeah I try to do that whenever What's I can What's the name of the store? The store was called The Music Shack. Hmm. And I thought, you know, okay not the most creative name on the market, but what are they? Is it like a Radio Shack thing or is it like a like a tropical island kind of theme? Or is it like a yard work theme to the <laughs> store? I I mean uh Run it, down house. It had a little bit of both. Uh like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, it had a little bit of like Cabin in the Woods meets Tropical Island meets former Radio Shack. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, so it was, you know, it was in a, like a strip mall. It was probably like a former Radio Shack. Oh, and it had like a that's weird. That's why it had that vibe. Yeah, it had a tropical theme mixed with Cabin in the Woods theme. So I decide to go inside and there's nobody Everybody's really... wearing flannel, but they give you a flower lay when that's you walk right. in. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So you, you've, you, you maybe you've heard of it. But uh, I decide to go inside and, um, you know, peruse. And there's nobody really in the store, which hey, it's a small little music shop. The owner or whoever is working the counter is probably in the back, or maybe they're doing something else. And oh, you don't just mean there were no customers; there was no person. There was nobody there, and so I'm like, mm. I'm. Oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Well, you know, you're just hanging out in the store for a little while. I'm sure they're in the back. I go, and I feel like I heard some noises in the back or something. I don't. Uh, They'll find me if when I walk in. Me. I'm like, should I be here? Hey, uh, uh, is there any. Is anybody in here? Does anybody work in this place? Oh, God. What am I going to see? Is the Like, clerk... speak up, you meek little bitch. Is the clerk dead? <laughs> Is, am I walking into a homicide? Andy, I've never known you to be so socially anxious. Uh, Art, uh, maybe you've heard of the I-70 killer. <laughs> what? Mm, a string of murders. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard of it. What does I that have to do with it? Uh, it? Killed shopkeepers. People... Oh, people like at uh, like a bridal shop, like, oh, guy just murdered him in the back and you come in and there's nobody in the store and you discover that there's homicide. Jeez, that's that's I don't want to walk in on them. No, I don't either. I didn't see any dead bodies. What I saw were rows and rows of mighty axes from which powerful musicians can can make face melting solos. Rows and rows. How many guitars was the shop have? A lot. A lot of guitars. And so I picked one off the rack. It kind of, it didn't, it it wasn't a Fender brand, but it had that Fender Telecaster kind of body and shape, which is a very standard kind of guitar shape. It's a very, I wouldn't say boring at all. You would say boring? I think Telecasters are very cool and very versatile. Sure. And they come in a wide array of colors. But come on, have a little fun with it. Well, it had the Telecaster body, that sort of single cut. Um, it was thank a little you. bit thinner, thank you. Uh, I do have one single cut. I was <laughs> circumcised, <laughs> and uh, it has more of a Gibson esque headstock. It's a very cool look. Okay, so uh, I pick it off off the rack, and it is this beautiful cherry red. And I'm like, cool, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit. Like nobody's mm-hmm. here. It's fine. If anybody hears me, I'm not very good because I haven't played in a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, I I wasn't very good even when I was playing. (laughs) (laughs) Because I never put the effort into it that I should have. So I plug it into this amp. Boy, unlike everything else in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I start strumming away. And I'm playing a couple chords, and I'm doing little ditties. And uh, I'm playing a little P. Diddy. and uh... Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, those great guitar solos. Those riffs, the P. Diddy riffs are probably the... The highlight that he's of his known music. For. Yeah. So I'm playing a couple of riffs and stuff, and I'm like, I'm playing and it sounds okay. There's a little bit of buzzing, there's a little bit of whatever. And mm-hmm. uh it doesn't sound so good. So then I'm like, I'm starting to get a little bit of feedback. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. uh oh, I'm too close to the amp. So starting taking a couple steps back and still this feedback and it feels like it's getting louder. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I'm trying to unplug it. It won't come out of the guitar. So now I'm freaking out. I think, oh God, I've broken something on this guitar. I'm going to have to pay for it. I have no idea how much it costs. Yeah, you're on the hook for that. Do I even want this guitar? Yeah. You know? So I'm backing up even further. I'm backing up. Now all of a sudden the cord is completely taut. And this this guitar amp is screeching. And I am calling for help. And I'm saying, is anybody out there? Can anybody help me? And it is so loud that I get tinnitus in my ears. Oh, and I'm hearing this ringing and everything goes quiet and it's just getting louder and louder and louder. And there's this pounding and all of a sudden I pass out. Oh, no. Turns out. It was Mr. Bunker. He was the tinnitus. He was inside the guitar amp. He was in the amp. Yeah, he was making it super loud. And I guess that shop never really existed. He just wow. bought it in all the guitars in there. Those are from his collection. Might have been. Who knows? Wow. So I guess he's a musician now, too. Huh. And so many layers to this guy. Yeah, and he just brought me here. So you got to enjoy it a nice ride, and I had uh, to... You got tinnitus. Yeah. Your ears could be seriously damaged. Probably. He's messing with your health. I might need to go to an ENT. Yeah. your nose, and throat. Oh, I thought you meant an entity. No. ENT. Um and get the my ears checked out. No, no, no. Um, but anyway, Andy. Wow. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, we're having fun. I have my headphones turned up real high. <laughs> um speaking of spirits, Andy, we're talking we're about, about to get drunk? We're about to get drunk on today's topic Ooh. werewolves. Drink it up, Andy. What do you what do What do you think about you ever heard of werewolves? Yeah, I've heard of werewolves. Yeah, Um, you ever fight a werewolf? I've never fought a werewolf. You know, honestly, I've never had a werewolf experience in my life. Although, um, I'll say this: um, What game was it? Diablo two. Yeah, I went down the lycanthropy path in the. You played a lycanthrope in the in the expansion. I'm sure you got some stat bonuses, but also probably some stat minuses from that, huh? Mm, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a it's a burden on your mana, and it doesn't last forever. But you know, if you time it right, it can be good. Yeah. Well, I think today's episode's going to be good because we're talking werewolves, listeners, here, right now. Ooh. Arr. Arr.
0: Arr. Arr. Arr.
1: tonight art i i feel different like something has come over me yes sandy yes i feel it too i i have a thirst for blood yes and i need to howl i can feel it the curse coursing through my ah no just gas Uh, Oh, yep. Me too. (laughs) But listeners, what if it wasn't just gas? What if... (laughs) Oh, Andy. Oh, these are wet. There is a full moon. Oh, boy. (laughs) What if Andy and I were experiencing lycanthropy? What if we were real werewolves? See, the folklore behind the werewolf is immensely popular in modern fiction, from the teen heartthrob that dunks basketballs and battles sparkly vamps, to the cursed monstrosity that terrorizes villages. But what exactly are werewolves? Where did the legend come from? And could they be real? Lycanthropy is the mythical ability for a human being to turn into an animal. Traditionally, this animal is a wolf. It comes from the Greek lycanthropos, meaning wolf person. Typically, this shape-shifting is the result of a curse or other affliction. The werewolf mythos has its roots in classical antiquity. There's plenty of stories about people being turned into wolves in ancient Greece. But let's highlight a couple. The most commonly referenced is the tale of King Lycaon of Arcadia. He decided to challenge Zeus's divinity and omniscience by killing his own son and roasting his flesh. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Bunker. If you were Bunker's son, we both kind of are. <laughs> Lycaon then served Zeus the roasted child flesh, and Zeus, having none of that dead child flesh eating shit, smited 50 of Lycaon's sons with lightning bolts and then turned him into a wolf as punishment. Me, 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 Fucking get wrecked, nerd. <laughs> he did, he got wrecked. <laughs> uh, another wolf transformer is referenced in the Latin work of fiction, the Satyricon. In it, one of the characters. Nishiros tells a story about his friend who can turn into a wolf. He says, When I look for my buddy, I see he'd stripped and piled his clothes by the roadside. He pees in a circle around his clothes and then, just like that, turns into a wolf. After he turned into a wolf, he started howling and then ran off into the woods. Bravo. Bravo. Thank you. But the werewolf has its roots all over early Germanic tribes of Europe in the Middle Ages as well. That's right. Germanic paganism had close ties with the wolf as a symbol and initiation of the warrior class, in which the warrior would don the skin of a wolf and probably go into battle or hunt with it, right? Related traditions are seen in non-Germanic areas as well, such as the Balkans and parts of Asia. But these wolf warriors are most commonly tied to Scandinavian Vikings. Nordic kings were known to have bands of berserkers who would wear the skins of animals such as wolves and bears. They ferociously charged into battle, believing the skin imbued them with the strength and spirit of the animal. These berserkers were noted for how friggin' pain-resistant they were, and some modern historians believe... They may have been hopped up on hallucinogenic mushrooms. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Very cool. But werewolves as we know them don't really start to appear until after the Christianization of Europe during the Middle Ages. That's right, Art. You see, the Christian medieval kings didn't care much for all this animal skin wear and imbuing yourself with an animal spirit and business of the pagans. <laughs> they likened that all to acts of the devil it's obvious that Christians were going for more of a mage caster class and the meta was moving away from druid warrior builds. I blame the game devs, honestly, for all this bullshit RNG. I tell you anyway, although there are a few stories with similar themes to a werewolf, the term werewolf rarely appears before the 14th century, likely due to the Christian repression of this devil-pagan practice. Werewolves kind of got lumped in with vampires and witchcraft and all manner of things devilish and and ghastly in the 14th century Europe. Persecution of werewolfery was a part of the witchcraft trials during the time. Pretty much any time a psychopathic serial killer slash cannibal existed from 1400 to 1650, it got attributed to being to the accused being a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And for accusations of werewolfery, we shall have to look no further than the werewolf witch trials. Uh-huh. There were many, many gruesome murders attributed to werewolves during this time. And, well, let's take a look at three of them. Three of these tasty little morsels. Uh, Andy, help me out with this pronunciation. Gilles G- Garnier. Gilles Garnier. Gilles Garnier. Gilles <laughs> like the Gilles. Soap. Gilles Garnier. Garnier? Yeah. Like the the shampoo. Gilles Garnier. Garnier was a French hermit and cannibalistic serial killer accused of being a werewolf in 1574 in Dole. (laughs) Bob Dole France. Bob Dole France. I assume that's Dole. Dole. Garnier was a recluse who somehow convinced a woman to marry him. So he moved her out to his isolated little home. Garnier was ill-suited for married life and found it difficult to provide for his wife. Around this time, several children went missing or their corpses were found in the area. The French police of the province issued an edict encouraging the townspeople to apprehend and kill the werewolf responsible. One night, a group of travelers were headed into Dole from a neighboring town when they caught a dim light off in the distance, which they suspected to be this vile werewolf. But what they recognized instead was Garnier with the body of a dead child. He was quickly arrested and put on trial. During the hearing, he claimed that while out in the forest one night hunting for food to feed his new bride, a specter visited him, offering him a special ointment, which would allow Garnier to turn into a wolf, making it easier to hunt. Garnier confessed to stalking and murdering four children between 1572 and 1573. He would brutally strangle the children and consume their flesh and, when he had his fill, take home the rest to feed his wife. Garnier was found guilty of crimes of lycanthropy and witchcraft and burned at the stake in 1574. Art? Yes, Andy. There's a lot for you to learn from that story. And I hope that what you really learned is that being a recluse doesn't end well. We'll see. Hmm. Getting kind of hungry. (laughs) oh boy uh now garnier was a pretty wicked werewolf but he is a mere playful pup compared to the werewolf of bedburg peter stump stump also known as stube or stube or Stumpf, was a german farmer near the town of bedburg in germany in 1564 now Much of what we know about Stump and his crimes are based on a single English translated German pamphlet from 1590. He allegedly was given the name Stump due to his missing left hand because the German word for Stump is Stump. Stump, as we'll call him, was a wealthier farmer of his rural community. In 1589, Stump was put on trial for a number of heinous crimes. After being stretched on a rack, he confessed that he had been practicing black magic that is, supernatural powers for evil or selfish purposes, since the age of 12. He also claimed that the devil had given him a magical belt, which allowed him to metamorph into a bloodthirsty, greedy wolf, strong and mighty, with eyes that sparkled with fire. A great wide mouth, with teeth sharp and cruel, and a massive body with mighty paws. Removing the belt, he said would transform him back into a human. Hmm. For 25 years, Stump had allegedly been a bloodsucker who gorged on the blood of goats, lambs, sheep, humans, you name it. After being threatened with more torture, he confessed to killing and eating 14 children, as well as two pregnant women whose unborn fetuses he ripped out from their wombs and ate their hearts, panting hot and raw, which he later described as dainty morsels. Oh, and one of those 14 children he killed and ate? One of them was his own son, whose brain he reportedly devoured. Life on the farm sure was tough. And if your stomach hasn't turned enough, dear listeners, Stump also was accused of having an incestuous relationship with his daughter and a distant relative. On top of all this, he also claims to have had sex with a succubus sent to him by the devil because why not at this point? Stump's execution is one of the most brutal Cannibal Corpse album cover inspired executions ever on record. He was put on a wheel where a red hot pincer was used to tear away flesh from his body in 10 places and then also his arms and legs. Then his limbs were broken using the blunt side of an axe to prevent him from returning from the grave before he was finally beheaded and burned in a pyre to top it all off because this just hasn't been brutal enough. His daughter and mistress were also flayed and burned along with him. Authorities, in an effort to warn against this behavior, allegedly erected a pole with a torture wheel on it. On the wheel, they put a figure of the wolf as well as stump's severed head. So it looks like being accused as a werewolf didn't fare well during the Middle Ages. Or did it? Did all werewolves use their powers for evil? F.S. of Katlinbrunn, or Katlinburg... Ketlin Brun was an old man living in Swedish Livonia in the 17th century. Just how old, Andy? Well, he was in his 80s. Oh, that's old. Which by 17th century standard makes you practically invincible or pretty damn lucky to live that long. In 1691, some judges in Jürgensburg brought Theis in as a witness to a robbery. Now, a few locals considered Theas to be a werewolf, but uh, the judges kind of brushed that aside because, you know, it was just conjecture and it really had nothing to do with the case, and besides, this dude was fucking 80 years old. If Even if he was a werewolf, what harm could he do? Well, apparently Theas had lost all his fucks a long time ago and had none left to give because he immediately started freely admitting that he did indeed used to be a werewolf, but gave it up 10 years ago. He further explained that during the night of certain religious holidays, like Pentecost, he and his werewolf buddies would put on magic wolf pelts that allowed them to transform into wolves. But when the judges, who at this point were less interested in the robbery and more interested in Thea's, asked where he got the pelts, Thea's changed the stories to be that he and his wolf, werewolf bros just went into some bushes, got nude, and transformed into wolves. He then said that he and his wolf pack would run across the farmland and feast on various livestock, but they would also roast and salt the meat before eating it. The judges were kind of like, wait, what? I thought you were wolves. How are you cooking meat with paws? And Theas was just kind of like, did I say wolves? I meant we were still in human form. Anyway, <laughs> then Theus had kind of explained how he first became a werewolf. He was once a beggar and one day a quote unquote rascal drank a toast to him, thereby giving him the werewolf ability. Thea's could pass the lycanthropy on to someone else by toasting them, but he hadn't done it yet, though, because he, he, hadn't, he had yet to find anyone worthy of carrying on the responsibility of being a werewolf. And what responsibility is that, you ask? <laughs> fair well, question. <laughs> fair question. Thea's explained that werewolves entered hell through a swamp in nearby Lemberg, They would then battle the devil and his army of malevolent witches, beating them with rods and chasing them around while howling. Here we go. According to Thea's, werewolves were the good guys, and they were hounds of God. The judges were confused, rightly so, but Thea's further explained that the werewolves needed to travel to hell to return the stolen goods that the witches had taken from the mortals. If they didn't, there would be a bad harvest that year. He reiterated, Werewolves were serving God for the good of mankind, not the devil. The judges at this point were like, Okay, dude, well, now we forgot about the robbery. We're going to have to put you on trial to determine whether or not you're a devout Lutheran. To which Thea's replied, Nah, I'm too old for that shit. He practiced hillbilly folk magic and was known to bless (laughs) crops and livestock and act as a shaman like healer guy. (laughs) You see, the area had only recently been kind of converted to uh, Protestantism. And Theus was still just kind of like, ah, that's not for mm-hmm. me. I'm doing pagan magic. Right, right. <laughs> Theus then recited one of his healing charms, which did not mention God anywhere. So the judges, who I like to imagine were kind of like, Jesus Christ, dude, just shut the fuck up. You're really <laughs> making it worse for yourself at this point. <laughs> they sentenced Theus to 10 lashes And then banished his ass for life. Wow. Uh, I mean, and Art, these are just a few of the many werewolf tales from the Middle Ages. Uh, And listeners, if these stories have you worried about the next full moon, fear not. Art and I are expert werewolf hunters. We're like Van Helsing, but with bigger hogs. (laughs) Indeed, blessed by girth we may be, but pinning werewolves to one common trait we cannot. The term kind of got thrown around a lot to cover a number of different traits. Werewolves most obviously can either temporarily or permanently transform into a wolf. But this wolf can be a metamorphosized man or his doppelganger or his soul. Or could even just be a summoned animal spirit. So regardless, we're looking at some kind of wolf-like thing. Luckily, according to European folklore, there are physical traits one can pick up on when a werewolf is in human form. Werewolves were said to have both eyebrows meet at the bridge of the nose, curved fingernails, low-set ears, and a swinging stride. But if you have no time for werewolf profiling, you could always just cut the accused skin as a werewolf was said to have fur hiding underneath. Unfortunately, the appearance of the wereful, werewolf in its animal form does vary from culture to culture. But they are commonly portrayed as being large wolves with no tail and human eyes and the ability to speak. In medieval Europe, it was said that werewolves loved to devour recently buried corpses, which was a big no-no during that time. <laughs> no, no, no. Not like now where yeah. <laughs> devouring a recently deceased corpse is fine. Yeah. In it's called a, cer- a Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> it's called an ice cream Sunday <laughs> with corpse stopping. In certain Scandinavian countries, werewolves were actually old women, with poison-coated claws and a petrifying gaze. But Art, let's say one takes kindly after Theus and wants to become a werewolf to battle the devil and his forces of evil witches. How would one become a werewolf? Well, as we already showed in our three werewolf cases, there's a variety of ways to become a werewolf. You can don the skin of the animal or a piece of clothing made of the animal's skin. Some legends say one can be rubbed down with a magical salve Mm. to become a werewolf. Mm -hmm. Others, like our friends in Livonia, say you need to drink a specially brewed beer. But this is all getting a little too pagan for our taste, Andy. These are werewolves, and they are the ones who make an allegiance with Satan to satiate their sick cravings for human flesh. So you can also make an allegiance with Satan to become a werewolf. Mm. But hey, maybe it's not entirely your fault. Maybe you don't have a bloodlust for human flesh. Maybe you just had a bad run-in with a witch. (laughs) Again, as we showed earlier, werewolves and witches go hand-in-hand like peanut butter and jelly, or the Kool-Aid man and freelance demolitions day labor. So, many of the supernatural powers attributed to werewolves were a result of a witch's curse or linked to witchcraft in some way. And finally, the Christian god, or a god like Zeus, can curse you and turn you into a wolf. But hey, listeners, say you got turned into a damn werewolf, you know, maybe a witch disguised herself as a wily old hermit and offered you some cool ointment or a rad animal pelt, and you thought to yourself, sure, why not? I've been good lately. I've been eating salads, and I gave a homeless guy a Starbucks gift card. I deserve this. Hashtag treat yourself. Well, later you find out this turns you into a damn werewolf. (laughs) What can you do to remedy this malady? <laughs> well, Andy, I'm glad you asked, because according to the ancient Greeks and Romans, the best way to get rid of lycanthropy was to exercise. Oh, exercise those demons. That's right. Uh, they believed you could tire a werewolf out through physical activity and hopefully rid it of its curse. Mm, Wolves known for their low stamina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In medieval Europe. <laughs> there were three common ways to cure a werewolf. One was through the use of wolf's bane, which is a very poisonous flowering plant. Another was through surgery. And finally, through exorcism. Oh, exorcise those demons. That's right. Through a priest. Some Sicilian slash Arabic traditions say that you can cure a werewolf by hitting it in the head with a knife, which is really a panacea for anything, if you think about it, because it results in death and cures you of whatever's ailing you. (laughs) And certain Germanic traditions believe if you speak a werewolf's Christian name three times, it can be cured now art, what's interesting is when my wife says my name three times, it means it's time for my snacky, and I crawl up into my high chair. Oh. <laughs> what an interesting home life you lead uh, i have a i have a I have a beautiful life now <laughs> listeners, we can hear you a quote I'm quoting you now, <laughs> listeners, but Indian art. What about the werewolves I know and love? The ones that transform in a full moon and run around London and die from silver? (laughs) What about those, you big, dumb, stupid idiots? End quote. Uh, Frankly, first of all, listeners, there's no need for that kind of name calling. Really no need. Second of all, we got you, baby. Don't you worry about a thing. The modern werewolf depiction, the humanoid creature that comes out at a full moon, isn't really seen until the late 18th and 19th centuries from works of fiction and film. Some English folklore prior to 1865 showed werewolves to be vulnerable to silver. Also, Bram Stoker's Dracula and Dracula's Guest drew upon the early mythologies of the werewolf. The first time we saw an anthropomorphic werewolf in film was in 1935's Werewolf in London. Hey Andy, I know werewolves were vulnerable to silver, but hopefully not the silver screen. Okay. Uh, Pause for (laughs) laughter. That's a good
2: one. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Anyway, we've looked at a lot of werewolf tales, but how does it relate to the modern world? Well, there are two branches of thought here: clinical lycanthropy and hypertrichosis. Andy, being the only one here with a psychology degree, which affords me the right to armchair diagnose anyone, I see Mm -hmm. "Fit." I'll talk about clinical lycanthropy. Clinical lycanthropy is a rare, rare psychiatric syndrome that involves a delusion that the affected person can indeed transform into a werewolf. In a similar vein as psychosis, the transformation only happens in the mind and behavior of the affected. Clinical lycanthropy is largely considered to be a psychotic episode or part of a larger psychological affliction, such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or clinical depression. Since 1850, there have only been 56 known cases of a patient who believed they were metamorphosizing into a werewolf. And only 13 of those cases met the criteria for clinical lycanthropy. Hypertrichosis is typically misconstrued as quote, werewolf syndrome, end quote, but it is a very real disorder where an abnormal amount of hair growth occurs all over the body. It can be congenital, meaning at birth, or acquired, meaning it shows up later in life. It can also be general, that is all over the body, or localized abnormal amounts in one part, like the dick. <laughs> Typically, those affected with hypertrichosis were <laughs> subjected to intense ridicule, and many joined the circus as freak show performers. Many were promoted as animal hybrid people. Congenital forms of hypertrichosis are rare. Only 50 cases of congenital hypertrichosis uh, langui- la- laniginosa. That's right. Whew, Uh, have been recorded since the Middle Ages. Listeners, we're not here to cry wolf, but are we here to howl at the moon? Are werewolves real? Could the folklore and legends of old be true? Do bloodthirsty wolf creatures walk the streets under the glow of a full moon? Listeners, you don't need to hear it from us. Mm -mm. All you need to do is listen to Warren Zevon's rock classic, Werewolves of London. Ready, Andy? Here we go. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain (laughs) He was looking for a place called (laughs) Lee Ho Fooks Gonna get (laughs) Get a big big dish of beef chow mein a werewolves of London (laughs) A-woo, werewolves of London Mr. Bunker's Conspiracy Time podcast will be right back after this brief message. Hey, listeners, this is Art. I'm here with Andy. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Hey, uh, we just really quick wanted to say thank you for listening. We appreciate that you take time out of your day and spend it with us. And if you feel so inclined, all we ask is that if you're enjoying the show, maybe share it with a friend. Tell your friends. Have them take a a listen. Maybe they'll enjoy it too. Anyway, spread the love. Spread the love and let's get back to the show. Catch you later. Arr, welcome back, listeners Arr. It is I Art and Andy, but in werewolf form, that was our <laughs> research into werewolves. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh oh. I turned into a bear. <laughs> You're a werebear. Werebear. <laughs> werebear, care bear. Werebear, care bear, bear and steen werebears. bears. Werebear. Were bear? Where? Where bear? I'm a were duck. I turn into an evil duck when it's a waxing gibbous moon. <laughs> um, Andy werewolves fun huh a lot of fun you big fan of werewolves um you know uh i guess the classic debate is where do you fall do you like a werewolf do you like a vampire yeah right like you gotta pick a side you know you can look into some other van helsing enemies like i think he battled the frankenstein mm, frankenstein's monster all right, right. You're right. Frankenstein was the the, name doctor, of the scientist. The doctor. The, the Frankenstein's monster, but we're going to call it Frankenstein for now. Mm-hmm, and okay. I think Van Zell's ever... Yeah. yeah, there's other, there's other, like... But, like, the heavy hitters are the werewolf and the vampire. Right. Okay? Right. Like, I'm sorry, Frankenstein, you're the third wheel here. Fra- People are getting fucking Count Chocula, or they're getting motherfucking... Is there a werewolf version? There's a werewolf version. <laughs> no, there's, there's Count Chocula... There's Boo Berry and there's Frankenberry. Oh, fuck me. There's no werewolf version that I'm aware of. Tony the Tiger is a werewolf. He's a, yeah. A little known fact, that's why Tony the Tiger is so sexy is because he's actually a human. <laughs> he's got me. Turned he's into petrified a petrified me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rock hard when I see Tony the Tiger. <laughs> uh, Andy, where do you fall? Are you a vamp guy? Werewolf guy? What do you think? I got to be honest. I'm a werewolf Which guy. Which one you say? You're going to be a furry. I'm I'm a werewolf guy. Okay. Uh, And I'll tell you why. Uh oh! Hey, look. Uh, it looks like there was a werewolf cereal. Hell yeah! Called Fruit Brute. <laughs> Jeez. And it. Uh, oh, we. You know what we're forgetting? Yummy Mummy. I. Remember yummy yummy mummy. mummy. Yummy Mummy. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you're a werewolf guy. I'm a werewolf guy. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I, I get what the appeal is. Uh, with vampires right oh yeah like they're the undead live forever they live forever you can you can force people to do whatever you want they have i mean you know at some point though at some point i'm kind of like okay like we're giving vampires too much power here. they have so many powers like vampires are like like uh, sometimes I feel this way reading about comic book characters. I'm not into comics, really. Yeah, But, you know, like... I'm starting to get into them. You are. And, and like, comics are this. sort of... Comic characters are, like, sort of pervasive in popular culture today. Right. With the Marvel Cinematic Universe and DC's um, allegedly very terrible movies. I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. But, um, you know, so often it's like these these comic book characters, it's like, oh, well, of course he's got superhuman strength and, like... Uh, superhuman dong and like he's (laughs) radioactive at his heart and uh, you can't kill him except in a really specific way like it just it's like okay like we get it like then nobody has superhuman strength because they all have the same level of strength Right, like somebody's got to be stronger than the other person. Yeah, And I, vampires gets that. It gets on my nerves. I've been reading Werewolves, a lot of a uh, lot of lot of Hulk stories lately. Yeah, the Hulk stories are actually really fun. Yeah, and the Hulk is supposed to be like the strongest, but it's like, but you know, he's not right. Well, he he is. He's supposed to, he's the strongest. Yeah, and there's like, but the thing is, like, there's different storylines. There's like, there's a storyline where everyone's like, Hulk is too much. We got to get rid of Hulk. So, a group of superheroes who are called the Illuminati, which is uh, Reed Richards of Fantastic Four. I'm probably going to get roasted by fucking comic nerds for all this, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm new. I'm new to the franchise, okay? I'm new to all this, okay? Okay. Reed Richards, I Nick, think. Nick, <laughs> correct this uh, when you listen. Iron Man, uh, which is Tony Stark, and then there's like two others that I'm forgetting uh i think captain america they all decide hulk is too powerful we got to get rid of hulk so they this is called world war hulk and they shoot hulk into a rocket ship out into the fucking middle of nowhere he ends on this alien planet long story short he becomes the king of the alien planet he comes back to earth to try and take earth over as revenge uh and hulk is just too fucking strong he's too angry he's stronger than all of them. he's Stronger than Captain America. He's stronger than Iron Man. Even in Iron Man's Hulkbuster suit. He's stronger than Thor. He's, you know, he's stronger than the thing. Everything. He's the strongest. But it's like, uh, wasn't like someone else, you know, like who's like. Then it's like, okay, so Hulk wins. Yeah. Like he murders all the other. Hulk can't die. He's immortal. There's another story where uh, it's fucking the most depressing story I've ever read where Hulk is the last thing alive on Earth. Wow, the entire Earth is just an apocalypse, and just like Bruce, all Bruce Banner wants to do is die, and Hulk will not let him die. Wow, it's actually like I think you'd enjoy it. I enjoyed it because it was so non-comic-y. Yeah, but so like then it's just like this thing of okay, well right. Hulk but, should Hulk should beat all the other What c- What can actually fucking hurt the Hulk? You know, it's yeah. kind of like nothing. It's like why should he always care about comes any out of on these top. other threats? Yeah. Is just- Superman is a better example, right? Superman is invincible. Oh yeah. Superman. Heat vision. He's got cold breath. Superman does everything. He can fly. But he does have one weakness. Right. He's got kryptonite. Yeah. They build him with a weakness, which is nice. Vampires, what's their weakness? Uh stake to the heart, garlic. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh sunlight. Yeah. They can't come inside unless you invite them in. Yeah. But it depends on what folklore you're looking at. Right. But all those things are like Right, like you have to do something. Certain vampires are, like, just way too overpowered. Yeah, like certain D and D vampires. If you fight them, it's just like, geez, you can like never kill. Yeah, what can you do? Certain ones, you just have to like leave them. But werewolves, I like them because they're more like me. (laughs) They're they're um, given to their passions. uh, For inexplicable, inexplicably, they go into a fit of rage and uh they act like an animal and uh they're at the end of the day they're just humans trying to do the best they can but they don't understand themselves enough i think and they can't control it <laughs> so you're like a toddler yeah basically you can't express It doesn't understand how i to exp- can express things okay i just you struggle with it yeah <laughs> don't you ever do things art as a human where you're like god why did i do that right immediately after you do it certain times but only with awkward situations i do it a lot with all kinds of stuff I'm just like why did i say that i try to i try to learn from my mistakes do you mm. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know i like to think that i do but you know <laughs> hey people who know me that are listening call me out on this get <laughs> at us on twitter and tell me all the ways that i'm still a failure. You're not a failure. Um, Please don't confront me with my failures. Oh, wow. Lovely. Uh, I think I'm with you, Andy. I think... I don't know. Certain depictions of vampires... Like, Twilight vampires are not cool, but... they i familiar with the Twilight thing. Oh, they're just like... It's like all the other stuff, plus they sparkle. Um... And you know they're just like they—they also have like super strength. So like, and then you start getting into like the true blood vampires, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, these vampires are sexy, and they're like underground and, and ghoulish, and ooh, ew. <laughs> I want to have sex with a vampire.
2: Ooh, we vampires are hot.
1: Ooh, vampires are so hot. Hey, welcome to back to the vampire podcast. Um, so I was thinking about vampires the other day, and I was thinking about how cool it would be have sex with a vampire (laughs) vampire sucked me off oh my goodness that vampire sucked me off so hard and fast i don't have any blood left oh i was like a shriveled up horizon i was like a shell of a human (laughs) um i don't know i think i like werewolves because they have they're like cursed (laughs) but like so are vampires vampire vampirism is a curse Mm -hmm. but werewolves have that like vampires like it too much yeah Like, I don't feel like there's a lot of (laughs) vampires. No vampires I know are like, I got to get rid of this curse. But werewolves are always like, oh, why did I kill again? Yeah. And there's like, there's the thought of like the monster hunter who. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why this is funny to me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It just is. (laughs) Oh no! I'm cursed again. I'm a vampire. Oh darn! You got me, devil. Uh, <laughs> oh, out, Satan. Yeah. Meanwhile, the fucking lycanthrope is like, oh fuck, the lunar cycle. He wakes up and there's blood, <laughs> and he's like,
0: oh, oh god, I've
2: brought so much pain to my family. <laughs>
1: And the vampire's like, oh, did I suck another body dry? Oopsie, poopsie!" Ew, you guys want to see me turn into a bat? Oh, look at me. I'm going to throw big rocks around because I got super strength. I can fly. <laughs> Guess what? I have super speed. <laughs> Guess what? You can't kill me. I'm already dead. Well, you can't if you drive a stake through their heart. Now, what about Nosferatu? Are you into Nosferatu? Uh, What's the difference, though? I don't know. Um... He's creepier. Hmm. <laughs> He's just like a really like old a really, vampire. Really, really creepy. Like I is, don't know. We're not here to talk about is vampires. Is Nosferatu the king vampire? Nosferatu. We're not here to discuss vampires. Okay, we'll we get- will one day discuss vampires. <laughs> um, And we will discuss Art's been petitioning Bunker Horde to have us do vampires. Well, I have a lot of things to say about them werewolves are fun because there's that curse element really comes into play with them that they, this is a curse that something happens to them. However, when you look, you start to like so much of what we know about modern werewolfery is total works of fiction. The, the actual werewolf folklore is so rooted in all this, like weird paganism and like obscure druidic beliefs Yeah. It's kind of neat. Well, especially like theists, like his, uh, certain historians said that his, um, his beliefs were tied into other pagan beliefs of like Northern Italy, Mm -hmm. where they like, uh, they also believed that werewolves were good and like hounds of God and would fight evil witches and they blessed crops and shit like that. And Mm -hmm. did healing curses with magic, Crystals and whatever the fuck else, you know? Yeah. But it's just kind of cool. Like, there's so much of this, like, just that, like, early paganism is so interesting because we never fucking learn about it. Yeah. We never, you don't really learn about druidic stuff until, unless you get, like, really deep into history. I mean, hey, we talked about it uh, in our episode about Rapa Nui. When Christians take over, they try to wipe the slate clean with all yeah. the pagan beliefs. I mean, you know, Christianity co-opted pagan holidays. Yeah. To make them Christian holidays. Like that way, people Mine now. That's a Jesus thing. <laughs> and that's true. Uh, uh, you know, they they would have um, you know, tried to get rid of all of the uh totems and relics of the pagan belief systems, but it's it's obvious that Outside of organized religion, I mean, everywhere on earth, people have uh, always had like a a wide variety of gods that have been worshipped and a wide variety of religious practices. Yeah. It's just that we don't know that much because Christianity is so rooted now. And and other, another major world other religion. major. Religion. I mean, I'm not saying Christianity only. Yeah, the But we're talking three. about it because it's pretty prevalent in where the, specifically we live, for this thing where we grew up, etc. Cetera, et cetera, It's right. you know, you know, you know. If there was a werewolf lore in Spain, I'm sure that uh, like Islamic uh, conquerors also yeah. tried to wipe that away. Yeah. Uh, from the face of Spain, but we're specifically talking about like. European legends where Christianity is the right. the, the deciding factor. Um, I mean, it's just <laughs> interesting, you know, it's like this stuff, like early forms of like astral projection that you could like project yourself as this like wolf <laughs> spirit and go like yeah. fucking hunt demons in hell. It's like, damn, this is pretty fucking badass. Yeah. That's a pretty. I mean, honestly, that's a freaking kick ass story. It's a fucking cool movie. Yeah. Now, why don't they make that movie? I'd play in that campaign. Yeah. That'd be a great game. Um, Way better than the game where you strip nude in front of your friends and then urinate on your clothes. Yeah. (laughs) Some of the tradition's not as cool. Oh, did I say magic pelts? No, 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 no. We just got into a bush and got fucking nude, and then we were wolves. Yeah, me and my friends, we yeah, like to go out into the bu- bush, and uh, we get fucking stark naked, and then we pretend we're wolves. Were you we into it? Yeah, no, me and my buddy- uh, You think you can handle it? Me and my buddy, we head up there out in the woods, and uh, we strip down naked. We sh- take shit on our clothes, and next thing you know, we're freaking rhinoceroses. <laughs> <laughs> we're ancient fucking wear rhinos and we charge around with our big old horns out. We hunt demons and witches of the serengeti but it's hell serengeti hell's, that's hell's been, version of the serengeti yeah seren <laughs> anyway we've been battling the devil for a while we uh usually do battle on uh saturdays around six unless trevor trevor's mom won't let him out late because he forgot to take out the trash <laughs> So if you think you want to come down, come down. The original D&D player. <laughs> LARPing. Oh, God. <laughs> there are groups of people who get together and uh, LARP or believe that they're werewolves. And you can find, I think, some news story did a piece on some poor kid who probably, like, believes he's a werewolf and goes out into the forest. And- so pretends with his friends. So there's a low, low number of like clinically established lycanthropy cases, but um what are people experiencing when like say they feel some sort of connection? Is this just like a delusion to a werewolf, you know? Like, oh I feel I'm a werewolf. Yeah, I mean I think But it's not clinical lycanthropy. Uh, it doesn't rise to that level. Yeah, I don't know. I mean uh I think it's probably just an episode, like we said, of a larger psychological affliction. Mm. You're schizophrenia and you're having these Mm. delusions or hallucinations of Mm. wolves and vervolves. I I don't, I don't know entirely how they make the distinction between true clinical Mm -hmm. lycanthropy and just like, they're talking about werewolves, I guess. I don't Mm. know. Um, Maybe if your entirety of your infliction manifests itself around werewolves, that's clinical lycanthropy. But then if you're, you're just like kinda anthropist. having Yeah, you're just kinda having delusions. I don't know. Hmm. I can't it's say interesting, for certain. though. Interesting for sure. Yeah. Um <laughs> I like uh <laughs> some of these stories, man. Boy are they brutal. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. And I think this is an aspect that is true for a lot of witch trials. Um So, obviously, uh, Stump, Peter Stump, um, he confessed to all these crimes only after being tortured and only with a threat of more torture. That's right. Which, obviously, in today's view of how the law should work, his confession would be null and void because it was made under duress. Right. What's the sense that he actually committed any crimes? Well, I don't know. We have shit evidence. Right. It's such the a only thing we know is a pamphlet that was just that was translated from German. We have the English translation and it's like 16 pages long. And that's what we know. And it's just so that's what we have to work off. It's of. So interesting to me because we'll never know. We'll never know. They'll never they won't be able to like go it's back and establish fucked this. fucked up. I mean. For sure. There was also there's also a part of the story that we didn't that we did not put into the research that we can talk a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to sit back and think. Uh, there's some background here, right? So from the Peter Stumpf Wikipedia page, uh, that Stump, you know, that, that there was like an internal warfare between the uh, electorate of Cologne, Cologne uh, and the, I guess that would have been in Germany so it's not French. <laughs> Basically what was happening was stump was most certainly a convert to Protestantism which you know there was kind of this uh the Protestants were defeated and the Bedburg castle became the headquarters of Catholic mercenaries during the time and so Catholicism was 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 sort of the thing that they were trying to do there in in uh, where Stumpf was at. So it says here that so it is not inconceivable that the Werewolf Trial was but a barely concealed political trial, with the help of which the new Lord of Bedburg planned to bully the Protestants of the territory back into Catholicism. It had only just been another execution of a werewolf and a couple of witches, as occurred. About this time in various parts of Germany, the attendance of members of the aristocracy, perhaps including the new archbishop and elector of Cologne, would be surprising. Furthermore, the trial remained a singular event. However, this does not mean that the charges were without basis in fact. The execution of a mere Protestant convert would have been deep, deeply unlikely to have drawn the aristocratic attention that Stump's trial did. And while it was unlikely for the elite to attend any given werewolf or witch trial, the sheer scale of Stump's alleged crimes would have made it more visible to the public at large and the nobility. So it seems like there's a little bit of both in play here, right? Like Mm -hmm. Peter Stump was this kind of like, oh, hey, we can pin it on this Protestant motherfucker to Mm -hmm. make an example. Yeah. Also, he's, we're not sure 100%, but hey, I think he probably killed some people. They just said werewolves were the fucking catch-all for anything they didn't understand. Right. Obviously, they didn't understand what serial killers were. Obviously, right. they didn't understand what psychopaths were. Yeah. Anything. I mean, fuck. Even until like the nineties. 19- Profiling's a relatively new science. Yeah. And even profiling as a science isn't wasn't really even fucking- It's still debated and mm-hmm. is still- Was not even really set in stone until later in the 80s. hmm And you can see that in the show Mindhunter on Netflix- um, But I, I like to think it was probably a little bit of both. Yeah. So there was a political play here, but there was also like, mm, Stump was probably like a se- serial killer, like a fucking psycho. Okay. <laughs> Killed some people. Yeah. <laughs> I have to wonder too, did he get his hand back when he turned into a wolf? Or did he just <laughs> no. have one, one paw? No, that was another part that we left out of the research was that they thought they saw a wolf with a missing hand, ah. a paw, and they were like Peter Stump. That dude has a stump. We got to go kill that motherfucker. Let's get Stumpy. <laughs> get Stumpy. That great Edward Norton film. <laughs> uh yeah, I think, you know, boy. That motherfucker just was checking him off, huh? Yeah, boy. Yeah, to imagine that like he's down in like fucking whatever layer of hell that they have him down in, and some of the other people are like, oh don't go near that guy. That guy's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, he's probably people st- like Stalin and Hitler are like, oh, we don't sit with him. <laughs> no, he's he's weird. <laughs> he's gross. <laughs> fucking eight fetuses heart. Like fuck, dude. Yeah. That's uh eight fetuses heart. He's just checking him off like, all right, well, I've uh, had incestuous relationships with my daughter. <laughs> You know what I hard. haven't you know what I haven't Each done? Children murdered my daughter while I'm having incestuous <laughs> relations with her. You know, it's always been a dream of mine to have sex with a succubus. I think I'm going to do that next. That's my summer project. You know what I'd like to do? I'd like to suck the devil's dick. <laughs> Devil come. It'll turn you into a werewolf. <laughs> oh. I like that's that's another my favorite with Garnier's that he got a fucking ointment. <laughs> yeah. Listeners Don't put on ointments that you get from random people. If a ghost comes up to you in the forest and hands you an ointment, don't put it on your body. That's not a safe ointment. Look, we know you're trying to impress your new bride, but... Don't. You don't need to do that. You're already married. Yeah. They love you for who Who you you are. are. You don't need ointments. Yeah. Unless you got a rash. And then you should see a doctor. Then see a dermatologist. Not a ghost in the forest. Not a ghost dermatologist. A regular one. (laughs) Fuck. What is with you, listeners? Listeners, stop going to ghosts in the forest for all your needs. God, they're not pharmacies. There are professionals who can help you. They're parapharmacies. (laughs) Uh, And then Theus is like, I like to imagine, Theus is like, yeah, I'm a werewolf, and my coven of supernatural Avengers travel to the night to battle evil witches and the forces of Satan and his army. And I have a magic wolf pelt, and yes, I practice back magic, but only to combat the forces of evil. The judge is like, "Um, sir, the we quest- just asked you what your name is, sir. The question was, is this your handwriting?" <laughs> He's like, uh, let me tell you Wait, about. Did, the- I, where- <laughs> did I say that I have a pelt? Yeah." Sorry, not the pills. No, I got naked in a bush with my, <laughs> my friends. And then we go to battle. Um, Could you please get off the stand? <laughs> it's like 80-year-old man just like, Arr! and then we went to, uh, let me tell you back in my day. Do you think? We you fought think he, Satan and the witches. Do you think that he just wanted... To share this story. He just wanted to talk to somebody. I think he was 80 years old and probably so far off his rocker. <laughs> I mean, to be 80 years old in 1699 or whatever, 1691. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't live past like 30 or 40 back then. He was, he was old. Um, this motherfucker was 80. You just have to, yeah, yeah you have to kind of wonder about his like, his mental state. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> A little bit um it's a good story though it is a good story it's a great story um so interesting piece of research that we didn't i didn't really include in the uh the script, but I think it could be fun to talk about is the idea of werewolves from a evolutionary perspective mm. how could werewolves actually evolve how could how could they actually you know how could they, if it's not for some sort of magical uh, reason, right? It would have to be that werewolves are the offspring of humans and wolves. Right? Right. Um, which, you know, that already kind of uh, puts it in some gray area. A werewolf-human is the gray area though the wolf's, wolf's butt vagina? oh the wolf's vagina yeah <laughs> how do you procreate in the <laughs> anus in the butt every uh, animal does it in the butt All right, you've been you've been looking at too many cloacas online mm, let me tell you but mammals on the other hand can't help it so uh rational wiki which is linked in the uh mm-hmm. in the show notes talks about three Distinguishing characteristics, right, that we can look at. The reversibility of the transformation, the speed of the transformation, and the supposed link, in some cases, to full moons. Now, the non-reversible lycanthrope transformation would be strongly selected against, for one obvious reason, the difficulty of Mm -hmm. child-rearing. Because wolf pups are born able to fucking rock and roll right out the gate. Mm -hmm. They pop out of that fucking vagina and uh, they're wolf bushy. Some wolf bushy. And uh, they're ready to go within like, you know, no time at all. There's the level of maturity necessary to feed themselves and fucking do what they need Mm -hmm. to do. Totally different than humans, right? Yeah. Humans have a multi-year maturation process. So a lycanthropic human stuck in a wolf-like form is kind of severely restricted in child-rearing ability, like nursing, burping, and changing a diaper all beyond the capabilities of the paw-formed hands. Right, <laughs> so, sure. More than likely, a the wolf form father cannot teach his daughters about the benefits of abstinence, it says, <laughs> and generally is not granted admittance to purity proms.
0: I guess the author is
1: putting some jokes in there. Boy. Thus, only reversible like lycanthropy is selected for. You could, if there were werewolves, they could only go back and forth. You can't have humans that permanently transform into wolves, right? I'm sure, because you could never procreate and keep the supply moving. But if we, you talk- would just be wolves. But what if we talk about it in the sense that there is no, <clears throat> there's no transformation? Could we? Create a race of half of wolf-human hybrids. That's what they would have to be. Yeah. You can't have humans that permanently transform into wolves. Right. Because from then on out, they would only be wolves. Or they would just die off. Right. The the thing is different. Right. But you can either have werewolves that can transform back and forth, or you can have hybrid people. Yeah. I think the reversible thing is, is just something that doesn't exist. But... Could a hybrid exist? I think it could. It could. Uh, I, I, I don't know we, anything about genetics, but. We only have to go back to our human evolution episode. episode number two. Uh, to, to understand that uh, there's a possible that humans um, actually have a lot of different uh, reports of mating with different kinds of animals. And dogs are right up there near the top of the list. And a dog is basically a wolf. Um, so I think there's a possibility that you could have it. Now, the one thing would be is, would this offspring be viable? Would it be able to have more offspring? Would, would it live, first of all, and then would it be able to procreate? But as we saw in our human evolution episode, you maybe don't need to have a whole litter of human-wolf hybrids. Just need one. You just need one that's viable. That could uh maybe continue breeding with humans or continue breeding with wolves and grow up in the population like that. A werewolf human hybrid would be a powerful asset. In a lot of different areas. Think about it. The speed of a wolf, the ferocity of a wolf, the power of a wolf, but also with a human, a gun. Think of the possibilities. Yeah, I mean, a gun, kind of fucking. Unless you're like, unless we're talking about actual mythical werewolves. Yeah, a the wolf's skills. The wolf skills don't help. Look, wolves, we got you. We almost extincted you. Like, Listen, we had to put laws in place to stop it. To all of so our good at killing wolf you. listeners, we apologize. Yes, we're sorry. Um, but humans, we are just think you're majestic very, very now. Good at murdering. We're animals. so fucking good at. We are so much more better at killing and fucking making you go extinct erasing your existence than you are to us. Ugh, we're so you had us for a long time wolves. We'll give you that. We you had and us the And us you still run. do. You, you still do. I still don't want to fight you, but you know what? I could burn your house down. If I have a if I have a gun or a Liam Neeson, you're fucking done. Mm, sorry wolves. Now Andy, do you think Here's an interesting question. I was listening to Arian Foster, former running back for the Houston Texans, now Mm -hmm. retired, um, and getting his degree in something, I think, now. Good for him. Way to go, Arian Foster. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and listen, whatever you think about the Joe Rogan podcast, he gets great. He gets interesting guests. And where else can I listen to Arian Foster talk about weird shit? You're a well-known Arian Foster fan. Yeah, I mean I had I think I had him on a couple fantasy teams. You not would. when he was good. <laughs> not when he uh not when he wasn't injured. <laughs> I believe maybe that was Lamar Miller. Foster went to Tennessee for college. He did. Uh not a fan of the NCAA. Another reason why I like him. Very outspoken about the NCAA and their bullshit rules. Anyway, anyway, the point of the story is Arian Foster was talk posted on Twitter. Mm-hmm that he could fight a wolf and win. Mm-hmm. And him and Joe were talking about that at length for like half an hour, about yeah. if they could actually fight a wolf uh, and survive. Now, obviously, Aaron Foster... Ah, in, in cr- And win. Survive. Oh. They debated about surviving. I guess winning. I guess, yeah, he would kill but the wolf. he claimed he could win. Aaron yeah. Foster claimed he could win. Right. Um, now, Aaron Foster in incredible shape Mm-hmm. He's an NFL running back, incredibly strong. He's a vegan. He was a vegan. <gasps> he ditched veganism? I think he uh I think he on the podcast said that he went back. Wow. I could be wrong, allegedly. I'm gonna say allegedly. I don't wanna, you know, don't come at me. Um Wow. That yeah. must be why he's healthy. <laughs>
2: You said it, Andy. Oh, you said it, boy. You said
0: it, Andy. You said it, boy.
1: Woo, Andy, you're going to get us in trouble. Anyway, Andy, do you think you could fight a wolf and win if your life fucking depended on it? If my life, dep- I think about this a lot because um, <laughs> you have a lot of run-ins with wolves. No, I just always, do you ever You ever see like a big dog on the street and you think, oh, if this dog I just goes- want to pet it. If this it's dog a good goes, boy. if this dog goes crazy and attacks me, what would I do? Man, I you I know, little dogs, time. you can just punt them into next week; it's fine. <laughs> but you know, I'm talking about these like big yeah, dogs. big, a big ass mastiff, a Rottweiler, yeah. a pit bull, uh, fucking German shepherds. And I don't know. I think that um, massive jaws. We we have uh, so powerful. We have abilities to, you know, we don't. Ha- I don't have to come at a dog just from the mouth. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to bite a dog. I can like put it in a chokehold or something. I can wrap my legs around its neck and then it's not gonna get me right, so I think you thought about this while jerking off, <laughs> yeah, only while jerking off um i you know, I don't know how I would fare. I don't think that I would um I don't think I would necessarily win, but I just like my human odds a little bit more than dogs' odds. I'm surprised to hear you say that. I thought you would say I'd be... Now, wolves are big, dude. They are big. Have you seen a wolf? Yeah. Seen that gif of that wolf? (laughs) What gif of a wolf? I don't know. Where uh, it was the wolf on the road, and then the light shines on it, and it's just (laughs) waiting there. Whoo! those motherfuckers are big. Hmm. What was I going to say? Wolves are big, and I think what you're getting at is that You're going to question that if I have the raw strength to handle a wolf. Fuck, those things are big, dude. And they just... Here's the thing. You got a lot of little vital... That thing bites you in the... the, Wolves are smart. They know to go for the groin. Yeah. It'll bite your fucking dick off. And then... (laughs) I'm serious. And it'll it'll hit... All it has to do is hit one of those arteries in your groin area. And you're fucked. You're done. You're going to... Pass out from blood loss, and that wolf is going to eat your corpse, Andy. Yeah. Um, other things about animals is animals don't fight to the death. Unless they have to. Right. Unless you push them. That's how animals survive is that they they understand fight or flight. They don't have embarrassment. They're just like, oh, I don't want to die. I'm going to leave. They fight to the point that they lose, and then they leave. Yeah, then they leave. I've lost. I'm going to leave. Yeah. They're not going to sit there and like like humans will sit there and fucking like sustain multiple injuries and keep going. And keep persevering. There's no quit in us. We don't quit, and that's why we win. That's so watch out, wolves. So on the one hand, all you have to do is kind of hurt that like you have to get the wolf's health bar to like the yellow zone, and that yeah. yelf, that wolf is gonna leave. Yeah. Whereas that wolf has got to get you to red, baby. But that wolf's got a fatality. You know? I mean, here's one thing the wolf is a weapon, but I could make a lot of weapons. I think in this hypothetical situation, you don't get weapons. If it's a if it's a room and it's just me and the wolf, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. I don't know how. I don't know how well I'd fare. Keep in mind, wolves are pack animals too. It's one wolf, right?
2: You're so I'm saying I wolf. think that helps.
1: Yeah, because the wolf will have to come right at you. But that motherfucker! Those things are fast, and it. Bites you, all it has to do is get you in one part and you're. If the wolf bit me at all, I would probably be like, oh, oh, and then I'm dead. He He would just like walk away because I'm I can like jumps up, gets you on the face in any way. Yeah. Like if your back started taking hits, you'd be fine, but it like, you're instantly gonna put your arms up and then it's just, it's got you. It's, it's jaws are wrapped around your forearm and it's fucking has control of you. It's shaking you back and forth. All of a sudden you're fucking. It tears your arm out of your socket. But in a way, you know, you have another arm. Yeah, I mean, you're punching it in the face. No, no, you wound its eyes as bad as you can. (laughs) That's what you got to go for. It's got a sense of smell, though. Yeah, but you got to wound its eyes. Like, that hurts. Yeah. The wolf, if you just, like, jam your thumb right in the eye socket, the wolf's not going to like that. No, it's not. I don't know. But, yeah, you'll lose that arm. (laughs) I think you're going to (laughs) die from blood loss. Mm, Well, as long as I get the wolf as good as he got me yeah I'll consider myself the winner you see the draw the wolf can't write about it and I can (laughs) with my dying breath I'll send a freaking text and be like I murdered a wolf and all of us will be like oh Andy's doing some dumb bit and then you see in the newspaper and they'll be like well he murdered a wolf they'll find a dead wolf wow I don't know Andy I I think for me yeah what do you think think a draw (laughs) i just think we're both gonna die oh okay what do you mean a truce i thought you were gonna be like that wolf's gonna see me and it's gonna game recognizes game and that wolf (laughs) it's just gonna be like i don't need this if you don't need this let's just end it here uh yeah i mean i don't know i don't want to be overconfident i've never even you know i mean i have powerful legs Mm -hmm. if you could get up under that wolf's tummy And get one really good kick on it and just fucking, like, rupture its wolf spleen, its wolf lung. Like, think if you could, like, stomp really hard and, like, snap its knee or something in the back. Like, its back legs. Like, if you get it backwards. Then you got it hobbling. Yeah. And you can get that thing on the ground. that it, It has no ground game. Right. You know, a wolf on its back, a wolf on its... The wolf is only good when it's on its four legs and it... Yeah, you're right. They're pack animals. Yeah, if you, if you break the wolf's legs, <laughs> that's your play, I think. Those fucking... Pause, dude. Scratching at me. Because I'm imagining it pounces at me. I'm on my back. It's got its fucking jaws probably over my arm. And then my other hand is smacking it. Yeah. I don't know. Listeners, what do you think? You think you could survive a fucking wolf attack? Let us know. hashtag I could fight a wolf. Hmm. Let us know what you think if you could survive a wolf attack or fight or kill wolf one on one. I'd also before if the wolf even got close to me at all, I would shit myself instantly, <laughs> just to like poison the air <laughs> and like make him think twice. Like, like the poisonous claws of the Verwolf. Right. Um, that's my own. That's my own transformation. I tr- transform into a shit goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yep, You're a little goblin boy <laughs> You're a little imp um, Andy do you have any anything from the research Points of discussion that you want to bring up About werewolves um, That we haven't covered um, I think what I want to say Is If you're a werewolf Let us know <laughs> If you can transform into some other animal, yeah. tell us about it. Andy, what where animal would you pick to transform into? Well, oh, wow. Um, you got to do... There's a little bit of calculus involved in picking an animal, I think. Well, there's two schools of that. And here's why... <laughs> Was that Barn Owl? What? <laughs> I don't think Barn Owl is here. I would turn into a where. <laughs> Owl I would turn into the Flatwoods Monster. <laughs> I would find the Flatwoods Monster, I'd turn into a of Flatwoods monster. And then finally me and the Flatwoods Monster would live together in holy matrimony. We'd have sex in hell. We'd go down to hell. If the Flatwoods monster was in hell, I would go to hell for it. Find it and be my bride.
0: Have <laughs> delicious sex with the Flatwoods Monster. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Anyway, get out of here, Owl thanks barn good to see you again i guess he lives in the bunker now i guess he's just a part of it <laughs> um because here's what i'm thinking art if you're gonna pick an animal you want to pick an animal that's cool right hell yeah because the point of being i going to be aware chinchilla yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be aware chimpanzee either probably right you already are one i'm basically that now like a really unathletic uh neglected chimpanzee um uh i'm like a chimpanzee that uh was um on tv (laughs) you're watched up and now nobody knows that i live in this abandoned house but i'm also (laughs) locked in a cage and god but i there's an easy reach of uh of food nearby and I just have no discretion and just, is this just like a philosophy time. argument? Like what is the situation? But, <laughs> so you want to pick an animal that's cool. Yeah. But you also, I think you want to pick an animal that's not going to get murdered. Like if you picked, uh, if you picked your rhinoceros, if you were aware, right now you're going to get poached, you're going to get poached. Uh, it's going to happen. Um, so you got to find that sweet spot where it's a cool animal that people don't want to murder. So I kind of feel like if you're going to be anything, I'd be like a were-eagle. Oh, wow. Because you'll have those, you'll have like sick-ass talons. You're yeah. an endangered species. You're protected by law. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Here's the thing. Because being a, being a were-Canadian goose, no, thank you. Fuck that. I don't want to be a were-goose. I want to be a were-eagle. Yeah. Plus, you get to eat all that delicious fish all day. That's lots of salmon. Yeah. Um, wow, Andy. Wow, wow. I can't believe you said that. Um, plus think you could attack your enemies. You could still do it? Ugh, huge talons on those motherfuckers. It would, if anything, being a were eagle would be better than being a werewolf. Because, you know, a werewolf, you're leaving a trail. People will know where the wolf paws go. There's two schools of that. Um, but, <laughs> Were eagle? Hmm? Where eagle? You just War want- Eagle. War, roll tide. Roll tide. War damn eagle. <laughs> Go tigers. Uh man, Andy, I was gonna say a were osprey. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. We're both werebirds. But wait, what's your logic? Um uh, they're cool and fast and they dive <laughs> into the water. Okay. And uh kill fish. Mm. And here's the thing Eagles are cool. Okay, I am not mm. shitting on our national bird. That's good, because you go to jail for that. <laughs> believe me. I shit on a lot of birds. <laughs> Trust me, I don't, I don't get me started on that. I can't birds. believe that you picked a bird of all people. I know I hate birds, but I don't I don't hate predatory birds. What well, you hate owls? I hate owls. They're predatory birds. Yeah, but I hate, You're such a hypocrite. Okay, I hate I I like, like, other kinds of predatory birds that are cool and majestic. (laughs) Not creepy and weird like owls. All right, just to spite you, I would be a were-owl. (laughs) Fuck you, dude. This podcast is over. (laughs) The eagle, the traditional call of the eagle that we hear in in many tropes. (gasps) Yeah, not an actual eagle. What is it? I think it's a red falcon. Oh. The actual eagle has a very whiny... Not cool, not majestic. Call, ah. yeah. yeah, yeah, literally. Okay, I've heard it before. Now um, that you say that, you know what I love? The blue falcon, falcon punch. <laughs> <laughs> what a majestic call! You'd be a where uh, well, captain falcon, where captain, captain, captain falcon, falcon. <laughs> uh, red tailed hawk. Oh, it's a red. tailed It's hawk. dubbed over with the red tailed hawk. Has a much more. Uh, you know, yeah. way cooler, and the actual bald eagle sounds like, oh, the national bird was almost the turkey. I know. Can you
0: imagine? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, the eagle just is like, oh, well, uh, my werewolf actually scree <laughs> scree. Uh, yeah, I think I think I'd have to go wear predatory bird. Hmm. No one's really hunting you. You can swoop, you can fly, you have talons, you have a beak, you have lots of different methods of attack. Now, obviously, you can still get shot out of the sky. Sure. That's why I went with eagle. Yeah. Because at least then your killer will have to face justice. Well, if an eagle attacked you, don't you have a right to kill it? Or no? Mm, I don't know. Can you know. kill an endangered species if it's wow. attacking you? That's a great question. Listeners, let us know if you know if the you answer. you know the answer to that question. If you've killed an endangered species out of self-defense, let us know. <laughs> Hashtag I've killed an endangered species out of self-defense. <laughs> yeah, I had to strangle an African elephant. <laughs> that polar bear was about to fuck my wife. I'm not getting cucked by a polar bear, I'll tell you what killed that motherfucker. <laughs> killed an animal in self defense. Um I can't believe we both picked predatory birds. We're not so not so different you and I, Andy. Mm, the uh I think another thing that would be good if you could if you could go into anything. It, does it have to be an animal? Or could it be any other living creature? Um, I don't understand that question at all. You want to be like a were red oak? No. You want to be like a were ficus? No, no. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking about being, uh, like a disease. Being a were virus. You already are. <laughs> You're already a fucking disease. Uh, let me tell <laughs>
0: you. You could be a were a, podcast. What if
1: you were a were whale? That'd be kind of cool. A were whale. <laughs> if you were a were blue whale? That'd be pretty dope. You'd be like just hanging out down at the bottom of the ocean or aware salamander. You could be aware tardigrade. There you go. Yeah. Then you're indestructible, right? And they're indestructible. I mean, you can't do anything, but <laughs> I'm aware bacteria. I'm aware of me, try and kill me. <laughs> I can survive. I'm going to go into stasis. Yeah. Hottest temperatures on the planet. Yeah. The coldest colds. Um, Andy, let's give our verdicts, and then uh, we still got... We got a couple of fun little segments after we give our verdicts. I don't think there's going to be any surprises here. Get ready to be shocked, listeners, because I'm saying, case closed, <laughs> werewolves are 100% real and badass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, listeners, come on. Give come me on. a little credit here. Case closed, the werewolves, not a thing. I'm in agreement, case closed, werewolves are not real. These were... These were times where people didn't understand what a psycho was, what a serial killer was. Times of great superstition. Grape superstition. Grape grape (laughs) superstition. My my favorite soda. People were only drinking orange. Stevie Wonder's brand of sodas. (laughs) Grape superstition. (laughs) Strawberry superstition. People were so superstitious of grape. Have a superstition. Seven years of good luck. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, werewolves, not... Sorry. They're fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Cool to talk about. Not real. Uh, it's, it's Clinical fun. lycanthropy is also just a form of delusion. Yeah. There's nothing there. It's like uh, severe dysmorphia. Hypertrichosis. You're not a wolf person. You're just a... You just have excessive hair. You just have an abnormality. Yeah. Which, unfortunately... You know, if you know somebody with extreme ridicule, if you if you know somebody with with excessive hair hypertrichosis, uh, don't ridicule them. Well, you're probably not going to find a lot of them because yeah, there haven't been many cases. There's one. There's actually a really interesting statistic where it's like localized to one family in Mexico is like this trait of um some form of generalized hypertrichosis congenial. Where mm-hmm. it's all over the body. Um and you're thinking like like first of all, let's let's make a quick distinction. Congenital in. general, you mean it's all over the body. Yeah. It's a birth at birth condition. But it's that languine hair, which is the type of hair that babies are born with. Mm-hmm. It's very thin and soft and um uh and only you know, that covers their entire bodies. And it's only in other certain po- spots do you get the uh, thicker hair that covers our heads and pubes. Pubic areas and other areas. We're both very hairy people, Andy. Yeah. Now I've never seen what kind of bush you're packing, but I oh. can't imagine that it's a pretty thick. I let it ro- run free. <laughs> um, I got gray chest hairs now. Now, it's like probably right now. If I take off my shirt, you want me to take off my shirt? <laughs> no, it's okay. I've seen you without your shirt. Yeah, you're you got a hairy chest, but I got gray hairs now. Oh, gray hairs. I thought you said great. Oh, no, gray hairs. I thought you were like, yeah, my fucking chest here is stunning. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> no, I have gray hairs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Mm. Nice. Uh, All right, Andy. bra, <laughs> You seen Ray? <laughs> oh, that's his brother? Doing a, doing a Brad Garrett impression from everybody else, Raymond.
2: Debra. it's Speak B- Ray. I'm a werewolf. Oh my God, my brother got turned into a werewolf. Uh,
1: Deborah. (laughs) Uh, Andy, let's take a trip back to the year is. Let's take a trip. uh, 16. Before we go, I just want to say one thing. Nice. (laughs) I just want to say one thing before we go. Oh, okay. Say one thing before we go. If werewolves are real and we know it, And we're trying to figure out who's the werewolf. You know where I'm starting? Anthony Davis. (laughs) He's large, thick unibrow. (laughs) He's got a swinging gait. (laughs) He's powerful. He's a werewolf. Wow. Listeners, you hear it here first the LA Lakers center is a werewolf. (laughs) It's confirmed. (laughs) Actually, I don't know if he's going to be playing the five or the four because they just signed Dwight Howard. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ! NBA is such a joke sometimes. Um. Anyway, uh, anyway, let's go back to 1669. The year is 1669. Summer of love. Summer of love and speculation. Um, Andy, you have been put on trial. Oh. And I want you to describe. What you've been put on werewolf trial for people people are accusing you of being a werewolf. I need you to tell me, Andy, what you were put on werewolf trial for, okay mm-hmm. and then they want you to explain how you got turned into a werewolf, how you gained your magical werewolf abilities mm-hmm. and uh what what you did. I guess those are all the kind of the so two questions what you did, how you got turned into a werewolf? No question. The crime I'm charged with is uh, large-scale uh, killing and eating of livestock. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my feeling: when you go on trial for something like this in 1669, and you're accused of being a werewolf, there's two paths you can take. It's two schools of thought. You could, because. You could try to deny the allegations. Yeah. And I think what you'd have to do is show how faithful you are to whatever version of God is holding sway over the authorities at the time. Yeah. Or for the sake of argument, we're in Germany and it's the Christian God. Okay. So I got to swear, swear, I got to prove how Christian I am and just how loyal to the faith I am. Right. Right. Or you just accept your fate that there's no argument you can make that will get you out of this and you go as hard as you can into that story and you go out in a blaze of glory. Wow. And that's the path I would choose because these aren't logical people at this point. (laughs) They accuse you of being a werewolf. Your arguments about how that's dumb aren't going to work and how faithful you are. So, I would go super hard into it, okay, um so I would probably end up I would take credit for a lot of crimes that I know I didn't commit. I mean, pretty much if they said any crime, I would say, yeah i would I would improv it, and I would say yes and." so they put me on trial for all this livestock. I'd probably say, yeah, i have you noticed any unsolved murders?" because I did those too. <laughs> <laughs> the missing Leif Erikson's, I I would oh, say would Swedish. Yeah, do you do you remember the Lost Vikings? I killed them. <laughs> I would take credit for really high profile crimes. Yeah. Um, you know, in other The Bishop of Hamburg. Yeah, in, I killed him too. In other places. Yeah. Um, I would take credit for political turmoil. Wow. Um, starting wars, <laughs> I would take credit for. And, um, yeah, I think probably the most fun thing for me is uh, I would probably – I how I would turn into a wolf is kind of up for debate, and it'd probably just be what I felt like in the moment, and I would just stick with it. I think that an ointment is really fun. That Ointment's I, the coolest. That I got, but it's like I would probably say, oh, I got uh, – a full body massage from a witch and it had a happy ending. And when that happened, that's when I turned into a wolf. Oh my God. I would go, I would be real graphic in the telling. Yeah. You had premarital, which they already would fucking not be into. Right. Right. And, uh, premarital relations with a witch. Yeah. With a witch. And I would, um, you know, say that whatever the, the magic ejaculate, uh, turned me into a, a wolf, and um, what other questions did you want me to answer? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> That's it. I mean, I guess how do they put you to death? Oh, how do they put me to death? Yeah. Uh, I would I would take credit for so many things in the trial that I, the only thing that would be in my mind uh at, at this point would be topping Peter Stump. <laughs> I would want them to do more things to my body than they did to him <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, and I would probably say it in the trial that there's only one way you there's only one way you can kill me and you have to take these very specific steps and it'd be it'd be weird things like oh you have to you have to shave off um all of my body hair and then you have to uh slice um eighth of an inch thick slabs off of my buttocks, each one in turn. Um <laughs> Jesus. And then you have to paint my entire body in uh the brightest red you can find. <laughs> the um, dye was expensive back then. Yeah. Yeah, I would make it a I would make it a big spectacle. Yeah, a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Wow. That's how you go out, Andy. That's how the werewolf of uh the werewolf of Andy, Uh yeah, Uh but I would take I would take credit for a lot of things. Yeah, like Hundred Years War, mm-hmm. I would say that was. You want to get into the history books? Yeah, I would be like the Crusades. <laughs> I I'm the reason that the Christianity the Christians didn't win. <laughs> well, wow, now you're really. I would, them just, off. I would just be antagonistic about oh it. Oh my god you'd like filibuster your own fucking <laughs> criminal trial yeah, yeah by just listing off any, crimes any crime I could think of oh my God um did you think uh, have you put any thought into what you would want to be as a, a child? little bit a little bit I think I'm with you that definitely the coolest way to, is either an ointment or a fucking I'm gonna go with the opposite I'm gonna go with a rad. Fucking sick-ass animal pelt. That's pretty cool, too. Like I a whole say, yes. animal pelt costume. An animal pelt is cool, but it's not as funny as an ointment. It's not and as that's funny. Why I, that's why I would say ointment. So I think I found some fashionable pantaloons <laughs> or uh, Wolf, hosen, Wolf-lined. Wolf-lined Uh That uh, <laughs> cool-as-fuck succubus that I just got done having a big succubus orgy with in hell uh gave me as a present as a going away (laughs) present and i have a cool wolf hat that has the. i have a cool wolf cowl that's the head of a wolf okay yeah so i'm strutting around town yeah and i'm just kind of like uh i think you know they'll eventually take me in and i think mine would just be all like the most i would just come up with those mystical stuff i could like I would be like, yeah, I had sex with a bunch of succubuses and like, you know, I would like uh, just uh, anything, you know, a lot of curses. They'd be like, oh yeah, you know why all your hair fell out? Yeah, it was me. I was having sex with a succubus and I cursed your name. Did you know you could do yours, that? Yours is just all about having sex with succubi. Oh yeah. If I, if, a, if, if you're coming into a succubi. And you scream out someone's name, they're cursed for life. <laughs> and I've screamed out all your names while orgasming. <laughs> and they're just like, "That's ah. right." I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never.
1: That's right. I never think about the succubus. And then I put my I looking think about you. I put my legs up on the thing, and it crossed my leg, Put my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten around a bit. <laughs> I'm just like fucking strutting around uh, the thing. Would you ever consider? I'd be like, you guys have to tell me more, but I want some treats. I want some honey cakes. I want some currywurst (laughs) i want some schnitzel i want food i want my last meal i'll tell you all about hell and everything else would you ever consider going the route of being the good guy maybe in your testimony maybe i mean that is kind of funny it's funny but like no you guys don't get it like i'm helping you guys what you're doing is you're making it worse yeah you're you have paw in mouth like (laughs) <laughs> I just I I I don't think it's for me personally. Yeah. Cuz I don't think it helps you. No, it didn't help. They're going to uh, be like they're going to say, "Well, you're still a I girl. mean, these got off with 10 lashes. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, who knows uh who knows? I mean, are they really going to beat the shit out of an 8-year-old man? Right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> lash one, uh, lash two. Yeah. Uh. Spanking him. Yeah. Ooh. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Oh, 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 hey, oh, yo, Aye, uh, l- Andrew Thies Clay, yeah, <laughs> oh, hey, I'm aware wolf one lash, oh, <laughs> one that, oh, Um, uh, the boy who cried wolf, hey, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen Andrew Thies Clay, it's apparent, <laughs> hickory, hickory dickory lash. <laughs> You whipped me in the ass. Oh. Hey. Oh. Hickory dickory lash. I got this cool wolf sash. It gives me great power. And then i um, I turned into a flower. I turned into a flower. Oh. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So my strategy would be to take credit for all the evil deeds okay. in humanity. All right. I was the one. I was the serpent oh. in the Garden of Eden. Jeez Louise. Well... Listeners, that was our werewolf... Werewolf... werewolf, 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 werewolf sorry. I took some wolfbane. Um, that was our werewolf trial story. If you've got a fun werewolf trial story, list, no, Send us an email at mrbunkerpod at gmail.com or tweet at us at mrbunkerpod. Use the hashtag my werewolf trial story. Um, my dear Andy boy, is there any last words? before you are sentenced to death for your crimes of werewolfery lycanthropy and witchcraft I just want to say that accusing me of being a werewolf is rough I'm here to raise the wolf Okay. now we have to do the whole episode over (laughs) you're barking up the wrong tree here oh I had written down one thing I want to say real quick oh okay you think Peter Stube's motto is "I'm here to feast on the flesh of a fetus heart and till the soil, and I'm all out of soil"? Yep. Okay. Those were his. Those. Those were that was on his coat of arms. Just want to get that out there. <laughs> anyway, listeners, for the titular Mister Bunker, and for my redoubtable oh, co-host. I know that one. Mm-hmm. I'm Arthur Stone saying that was the whole enchilada. <laughs>
2: Never heard of Stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of Stoicism with a lowercase s and not Stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a -a three-times-a-week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested